Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how to build your practice from startup to scale up while being the kind of coach your clients crave. Finally, a podcast for financial coaches. Here are your hosts, Maria Casillas and Cody Sizemore. Hello and welcome back to the Financial Coaches Podcast. My name is Cody Sizemore and I'm joined here by my lovely co-host, Maria Casillas. Maria, how you doing? I'm doing well, thank you, Cody. Dealing with a little bit of allergies, so, you know, if you hear a little bit of... Yeah, it's just, it's kind of bad. But outside of that, I'm doing really well. Thank you. I feel you. Yeah, the the pollen up here, it is like insane and it happens to me every year, but every year my eyes go crazy. Yes. So I feel you. I feel the pain. It is real. (laughs) I have the eyes and some sinus action going on. So Mm -hmm. I hope hope I'm not too nasally for today Mm -hmm. (laughs) because we have a lot to talk about. We sure do. Yeah. Um, But before we hop into that, I want to just remind everyone who's listening that, A, we really appreciate you. We really do. And we appreciate, you know, your, the, I'm going to call you guys every weekers, okay? <laughs> because you tune in every week, okay? So we just want to say thank you for that. Thank you for your continued support. Uh, we, we see you. We, you know, we know that you're listening and we love that. And we really, really appreciate that because, you know, obviously that's why we're doing it is to help spread that impact. So thank you guys for being every weekers. We really appreciate that. And we also want to say, hey, we also would love, if you would join our Facebook group so that we can actually meet you as well. Instead of just having you listen to us all the time, we would love to interact with you as well. Get to know you a little bit, maybe even hop on a call. Who knows? We do that with coaches all the time. So uh, that Facebook group is New Money Habits Financial Coaches. Free to join, growing community, awesome place. We do a lot of you know events throughout the week. So great place to be. And uh, if you have been listening to the show and you have been enjoying it, we would also really, really appreciate the uh, leaving a rating, you know, subscribing, turning on your notifications for new episodes, (laughs) like all that kind of stuff, sharing the episode, like all that kind of stuff, right? All the goodies, right? Mm -hmm. We would really, really appreciate that because that does help us reach more people and, and make more of an impact. So with all that being said... We are going to be diving into a topic that I don't even really know if I'm super familiar with. Uh, <laughs> you are. And you're just. You're more naturally familiar with it. Your topics. So, <laughs> I, I see I'm where you were going with, with that. <laughs> I totally just cut into your dad joke and didn't realize that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. That's all right. My, my wife and daughter do the same thing. I try and like set up a joke and they just cut me off. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Whatever, you're missing out. You're missing out on the good stuff. <laughs> Here, I was just trying to give you credit. Like, you know, yes, you are familiar with this. It's just it comes so naturally to you. And then I heard your little bump bump and I'm like, oh, I, I ruined that for him. So yeah. I apologize. Yes, today we are talking about unfamiliar uh, topics. Uh, th- basically, when somebody has come to you as a client and they bring to you a question that has a lot to do with the unfamiliar, like something that you're unfamiliar with or something that maybe you're just not as much of an expert on and how do you actually deal with that? This has come up a lot because a lot of our listeners and people who are in our community are basically new coaches. We have a pretty good mix, but the ones who are more new kind of say to us, listen, 
I really want to be able to help people. I know how to do budgets. I know how to do all of these other things, but there are some things that people want to know that just do not resonate with me or that I'm just not real familiar with. And how do I go ahead and help those individuals? So we wanted to just talk today about some of the things that you can do that are practical, that are easy to remember, and probably much like Cody, it's going to come pretty naturally to you because you just have that giving heart and that heart of a teacher and you're wanting to help people. So so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about five things that you can do. And then after that, we're going to go through a few of the examples of top that might come across your table that you might be unfamiliar with and then we'll go from there. How's that sound, Cody? I think it sounds great. I'm ready for the ride. Very good. So those of you who are not driving and maybe you're just listening to this and typically you don't take notes, but you might want to today, today would be a good day to do that just to jot down a few notes, especially if this is something that you have been struggling with for a little while. But I don't want to go in any particular order. I would actually like this to be a little bit more like me asking Cody, what are some of the things he thinks? Because I do believe this comes more naturally to you, Cody. Um, so I'm going to ask you if there, if a client comes to you and asks you a question, that you're like, "Mm, I I don't know whether it's now or maybe even in the past, maybe you've learned something about some new things. What are some things that you think are a good idea as a coach to, um, to try out? Yeah. Um, so I actually had one come up relatively recently. Um, I had a client that had a situation that was like very, very, very tight for them. Mm, Um, so tight that I actually had to recommend something that I typically wouldn't. Uh, but I was like, you know what, for these people in particular, you know, their personal situation, Mm -hmm. I think that it would make more sense for them to do this. And that was to, um, actually consolidate some credit cards into a consolidation loan Mm -hmm. Uh, because they were just, I mean, the amount that they were paying on these was just eating them alive. And I was Mm -hmm. like, if we can get something, to combine three of these and lower the payment by like, you know, 35%, then that would be really, really awesome because it would actually allow them to get out of a deficit into a surplus to actually try and start, you know, making some sort of progress, right? Yeah, so, free up some cash flow for them. Yeah, exactly. So, mm-hmm. I, so I suggested that and they were like, yep, that makes total sense, blah, blah, blah. And then they were like, so who would you recommend getting this consolidation loan with? <laughs> And I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't usually help people sign up for, for loans, you know, like, uh-huh. right, right. So it's not your wheel you know, I, I had to tell them like, honestly, this is not something that I typically do. So I don't really know. Um, mm-hmm. but I would say, why don't you talk to your credit union? Why don't you, you know, do a Google search, just look into it, you know? Um, mm-hmm. so that was one is, you know, just, doing things that I typically don't help people do You know, I help people get out of loans, not get into them typically. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. in this unique situation, I, you know, it was a little bit different, but that was definitely one. Um, before you move one, on, before you move on, sure. I actually want to say that one of the things that we encourage people to do is to be honest about their um, limitations in their knowledge. And the very fact that you use those three solid words, I don't know Mm-hmm. is being honest with your client and letting them know that you do have some limitations in knowledge. Not only does that give them that sense of like trust in you, but it also helps them realize that they're not the only people who don't know these things. 
you know, right. that and you have been able to be very successful with this. And so they too can go, Hey, he doesn't know everything. That means I don't yep. have to know everything and I can keep going. So it has those two very, very important factors in there. Uh, so I wanted to point that out. So if you're jotting down notes, number one is to be honest about your limitations. Yes. Yeah. Another couple areas that I'm not super well coursed in, um, is different types of insurance and taxes. Mm-hmm. Just not my jam. I don't enjoy it. It doesn't interest me a ton. Uh, I know enough, but I'm not like an expert by any means. So there's definitely been a couple times where people have asked like deeper questions in those areas where I'm like, I don't know, mm-hmm. you know, um, and that's fine. I, I've said I don't know probably more times than I can count, to be honest with you. <laughs> that, that's, that's okay. <laughs> that's just a couple examples of a couple areas. So yeah. Yeah. So when you, like for insurance, for example, one of the things that you would do is to collaborate with other people. Mm-hmm. So you don't need to, you're not expected to know everything about all of the different topics. And insurance is actually one of the ones that we would uh, bring up later on today, uh, because that's a very, very common topic for people. A lot of clients have questions about insurance, whether it's life insurance, car insurance, how to read the insurance, you know, um, declarations pages, all of these questions that they have. And if you're not an expert in that, that's okay. But we highly encourage all of our coaches to collaborate with as many people as you can, because then you would have somebody you can send those clients to, someone that you've already done the vetting and you trust this individual. And then that client doesn't have to just Google, like, where do I find a reliable insurance agent, right? Um, mm-hmm. So that way you become a vessel of vast information for them, which is, I think, super important. So you accidentally hit on two of the five already, being honest about limitations and collaborating. Again, we're not going in any particular order. Um, but you also mentioned that you have them Google something. Or um, sometimes, I don't know if you do this, but I know for myself, I will Google something as well. Oh, yeah. Like if I oh, have yeah. questions about, you know, um, like credit scores, that's one of the things that comes up a lot. Like, how do I increase my credit score? If I do this, will it mess it up? And while I'm not a credit score coach, it doesn't hurt me to know a little bit of information about that. And so if there's something that I'm not real sure about, I will go ahead and take some time not not while I'm charging them, but on the outside of that to learn some more about that. And I can tell you what, now that I've done that, I there are so many topics that I used to have zero clue about that now I can actually at least keep my head above water with, you know, I have some of the basic information that I can give them um, and, and not feel like I have no idea on those. So, mm-hmm. so that's three of them. One of the other techniques that I know actually does come very naturally to you. I'm going to feed it to you um, because I just, I'm going to. You're a coach. And what do coaches do very, very well? Ask questions. Ask questions. Very good. Yes. So that is one of the main things that you can do when somebody asks you about something that you have no clue about. One of the easiest, most intuitive things that you can do as a coach is to ask them questions. <laughs> it's kind of like asking or answering the question with a question. It actually does a few things. It allows you to actually understand what they're asking. So for example, if somebody says something to you about, you know, hey, Cody, do you know anything about insurance? If your mind goes straight to, oh, I've got this great insurance guy I could send you to, that might be good for them. But what if they really just wanted a little bit of help on reading a declarations page? 
and you are quite capable of doing that. The only way to find that out is to ask them more open-ended questions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I often ask um, questions, I mean, simple questions, just, but like things like, what do you think? Mm-hmm. I'll ask that or I'll say, what's your gut telling you? Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, because A, like it, it opens them up and it helps me understand where they're coming from mm-hmm. first and foremost. But two, sometimes our clients have good ideas. <laughs> Not just sometimes. <laughs> right? no, it's like oftentimes but, you're right. They do. Yeah. And if you don't give them that space to, you know, share those ideas, uh, then it might not come up, you mm-hmm. know? So that's why I always ask, like, what do you think? What would you do? What, what's your gut telling you? You know, like that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And then we kind of build from there. If it's something that, you know, they come up with something and I'm like, yeah, no, I don't think that's the badass best option. Then we'll steer the ship that way. But if they yep. come up with something that, you know, they say something, I'm like, that actually is a pretty good idea. Then we'll, we'll go down that road and we'll explore it and we'll just dissect it a little bit more. Yeah. So yeah, asking those simple questions is very, very powerful. Yeah, I think it also gives you as the coach the opportunity to identify some key areas of concerns or challenges for them. I know there are times, even with myself, there might be something I can pretty much call myself an expert on when I am the third party looking in on somebody else's situation. But when I'm kind of stuck in my own or and I'm in my head or the emotions are running wild or whatever the case may be, I might miss something that would normally be like glaring to me. And so as our as a coach for our clients, we are able to be that third party for them where where we are just that objective observer. And maybe it's something that they wouldn't normally miss. But because it's their own situation, they're not seeing that glaring stop sign. And we can kind of say, Oh, you know, after asking these questions, we saw this, and it helps them to identify some of those key issues as well. So even though that wasn't the purpose of them asking us the question, our digging a little bit more allows us to do that. So mm-hmm. um, there's one other thing that I want to just put out there because as the fifth thing that we were talking about, because I think this is so important in life in general. And so I just love that it can be absolutely applied to this particular topic. And that's the idea of focusing on the process, not on the results. Mm. When somebody so asks us a question that we are like totally unfamiliar with, it can be very easy for us to go straight to point Z and be like, they need me to be the expert in this and this and this, and I don't know what I'm going to do. And now I'm in a panic. And it's like, you know what? The coaching process itself is oftentimes way more powerful than what they're actually trying to get to. So they might come to you and ask you something about, we'll use the credit score again. How do I raise my credit score? You can actually, as the coach, focus on the process of changing their behaviors, you know, identifying the different habits that need to be tweaked, uh, going through what what kinds of emotions they do, all of those things. And in the process of doing that, they will raise their score just because it happens naturally, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So us being able to help them identify that and be able to focus on that process is actually really, really powerful for them as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's something that we as coaches try and, or at least we should uh, try and remind our clients to remember as well, you know, like, Hey, like I know that we're working on this goal or Mm -hmm. I know that we're trying to accomplish this thing, but don't get so fixated on that. You know, it's, it's about the journey, not necessarily the destination. Right. So 
that's something that, you know, we preach all the time as coaches to our clients. And we need to remember that for ourselves as well. I agree. I agree. Now, in the interest of letting our listeners today know, what are some of these topics that come up for other coaches? Because this does this list actually, um, I started this list, but then I gathered more information from other coaches. And so just want you to know that this was compiled by people who are in your very similar situation. So I would like to know from you, Cody, what are some things that you think clients would come to you about that maybe you're like, either you don't know a whole lot about, or you used to not know as much about, but now now maybe you are a little bit more of an expert on. Well, I mentioned a few already. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the ones that definitely came top of mind. Okay. Um, so health, insu- w- so insurance, let's just recap those insurance, uh, insurance, taxes, credit, and credit card loans, consolidation, stuff like that. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, so that would definitely be some, uh, I know I totally just put you on the spot. Yeah. Um, I would say, so if someone, I had a client that like wanted to learn more about um, a certain type of investing, mm-hmm. right? So, like, yep. for example, crypto. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I work with a lot of millennials, and for some reason, millennials love crypto. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally don't, and I don't have any interest in it at all. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, people talk to me about that. I'm just like. I don't really, that's just not me, you know, like. So so that would be an area in which you'd want to collaborate. So you have other experts you could send people to. Correct. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Even things like uh, something that I didn't know a lot about before that I do now uh, would be real estate. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of people who, you know, hear the word real estate thrown around all the time. And, you know, you get those go-getters and they, they want to, you know, have like a five-year plan, a 10-year plan, and they have this big vision and stuff like that. That might be something to where like you just aren't educated on like the different real estate um, investing strategies because there's a ton. There's so many different routes that you can take with with real estate. It's like, you know, it's like a whole other thing in itself, you know, so that could be one. Um, And, uh, you know, even going outside of the of the, uh, financial realm, Mm -hmm. there might be something like, maybe you have a client that you came to find out, uh, actually struggled with some mental illness. Mm -hmm. Maybe they have like severe ADHD, maybe they have severe depression or anxiety or multiple personalities or schizophrenia or whatever it might be. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And you're like, I actually don't really know how to respond to this person Mm -hmm. or how to actually help them because I knew that they had some issues, but I didn't realize the severity of it, Mm -hmm. you know, until we actually got in and started digging and found this out. That could be something that could be, you know, challenging uh, as a coach that maybe isn't super well coursed in dealing with those types of people. Absolutely. And since you went ahead and went off of the um, path of finances. The other thing that's in there is like marital and relationship counseling, um, communication with spouse, whether it's about money or something else, but finding that, you know, there are some communication barriers and maybe you don't feel like you're really well-versed in that. Uh, the ability to set shared goals. And that is actually something that some couples will struggle with, uh, because 
it's, you know, two different people who are trying to do something together. And unless they have the ability to communicate about that, it can be difficult. So um, coming back to finances, combining or not combining finance, their, their finances, right? Like the, um, the couple's finances, whether or not to combine those. So there are lots of different things that people could ask you questions about that you might not really feel comfortable with. Um, structuring your business income is one that came up. One that I thought was really, really great that another coach added was state specific things. So for example, like if somebody is divorcing, what does that look like financially in your state versus my state? Because that might, especially with everyone, not everyone, but so many people doing things via Zoom, you might have clients who are in completely different states and their laws might be different than your laws. And so having the ability to go and research those particular laws, whether it's with a lawyer there or um, just by Google or whatever, but just recognizing that these are some of the things that might make you a little bit uncomfortable. Um, um, just want oh, college planning and scholarships is another one. Taxes and withholdings. The reason I'm bringing these up is because if these are topics, as you guys are listening today, if these are topics that you're like, oh my gosh, yes, I have had clients ask me that. Could you bring on some experts to help me out with some, like learning some of those things? Then let us know because we'd be happy to do that. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we want to allow, we, we'd love to be a part of you doing more of that research is what I'm saying, that helping you to educate yourself. If we can be a part of that, we would love to do to do that. So anyway, so just as a quick recap, five things if you, because I know we kind of went all over the place, but in, in, a, in an order, five things you can do when somebody asks you something that you're not aware of is to be honest about your limitations. Do your research and um, educate yourself on that particular issue. Ask open-ended questions and make sure you're listening actively when they respond collaborate with other people, including consulting with experts, um, and then also focus on the process, not just the outcome. Mm -hmm. It's a lot that we packed in to 20 minutes today. But I think it's, it's super list, valuable. Though. Yeah. Super solid. So listen to this list once, check it twice, <laughs> and who knows? You might find out if we're naughty or nice. <laughs> yes. Um, he had to, you guys, he had to, cause I ruined I had the first to. I'm one. I'm sorry. I, it, was, it wasn't even that good, you know, but Hey, that's why I'm here. A little bit of comic relief. If our listenership goes down. Yeah. Every, every week I do a dad joke, we lose several more listeners. So I apologize. Oh, we're, we're teasing. It's endearing. I, I love it. So. All right. Well, seriously, guys, if you heard something today that you're interested in learning more about, do let us know whether it is through the review um, or through our Facebook group, which Cody already introduced you at the beginning. So we'd love to see you there. Yep. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening today. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Financial Coaches Podcast, brought to you by New Money Habits and Sizemore Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our hosts by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes and join our growing group of like-minded coaches on Facebook. And until next time, happy coaching. Music provided by Summer School.